Welcome to Bachelor Banter. A wine-induced podcast discussing all things bachelor and bachelorette. I'm one of your hosts, Jade, an absolute bachelor addict. And I'm the other host, Dave, a bachelor virgin. (laughs) Pour yourself a glass of whatever you enjoy and enjoy the show. Cheers. Now, Jade, I am so excited for this. I have never watched The Bachelor before, but you're a massive fan, apparently, aren't you? So I'm, I can't wait to get into this new podcast series. So why don't you tell me a little bit about what your experience is with The Bachelor and The Bachelorette? Oh, Dave, I've been watching The Bachelor and The Bachelorette for many, many years. I think, I could be wrong, but I do believe that this year is their 18th year anniversary of The, the Bachelor franchise. So I've been watching the show since I since I was fucking I, I don't know how old. <laughs> very <laughs> Forever. young. I'm I'm very obsessed with it. Uh, I've I've always had a, a big thing about love and romance and dating and finding the love of your life. And there's no better thing to watch two people come together through something like this, where you just watch them and see their relationship develop and grow. Uh, and the you know obstacles that they've got to go through through a process like The Bachelor where there are like 21, 22 other girls or men in the process and what that can do to you as a person as well and your insecurities. Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to watch different programs where they come together. Um, but I don't think... <laughs> I, I don't know if I want I to don't know. Think... <laughs> <laughs> I don't tend to podcast about those. But um, uh, so... <laughs> It's interesting, isn't it? Eight, 18. <laughs> <laughs> so 18 years ago. So, I mean, there could be, you know, these almost adults from that first Bachelor series. Yeah, no, there, there are. There are like proper um, people with, you know, kids of ages of eight, nine, ten, I think, maybe even older, for, all from the show. Like, it really is a process that does work. Not yeah. all the time, obviously, but... I mean, I'd be quite interested in this process as well, and not just having it as a TV show, but I think, you know, having watched my first episode now, the idea of, you know, dating by being the bloke and surrounded by 22 beautiful women, I I, I could get behind that, to be honest. Calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, I've only really been watching in recent years the Love Island uh, TV show. I mean, I've watched a lot of them. Watched the UK one, watched the Australian one, watched the US Love Island as well. And I guess this is a this was one of the original shows of of this type, wasn't it? Um, Mm. But I. I guess what I like about Love Island a bit more is that you've got broadly equal numbers of boys and girls. So I'm really interested to see how this, you know, unfolds because you've basically got the one bloke and and this horde of women. And I can imagine, well, to be honest, I I can imagine there's going to be blood on the walls, to be honest. There sometimes is, Dave. <laughs> Especially when it's the um, the Bachelorette and it's more male contestants. Uh, yeah, the, testos- the testosterone levels just rise. I can imagine. I can imagine. Now, this must be particularly strange for you being the Bachelor South Africa because you were supposed to be on the show, weren't you? I was supposed to be on the show. I um, 
unfortunately, I went through the whole interview process, got accepted, and then I uh, I found someone that I was like, okay, he's worth giving the show up for. He bloody wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, big mistake from from my side there. But we live and we learn, so now I get to watch what would have happened if I had been on the show. <laughs> and I'm sure we're going to discuss that, because there is one character in there in particular who uh, I, I think would have been the Jade replacement, so I'm sure we can speculate a bit about that. Yes, yeah, we, we did watch the first episode of Bachelor South Africa Season 2 last night. We've taken our notes and we're ready for this show. Awesome. So we are a little bit behind, aren't we? So what we're going to do is we're going to put out a few episodes back to back over the coming week and we'll try and get caught up. And then each week as a show comes out, we'll jump on the mics and we'll give our thoughts on it. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, should we get into it? Yeah, I think we should start, obviously, with the star of the show, The Bachelor, Mark Buckner. What do we think of him, Dave? Well, as a bloke, you know, I look at this other bloke and, you know, he's absolutely ripped. He's a successful business person. I don't like him. (laughs) That's a bit harsh, isn't it? Yeah, no, I tease it. Tease it. It is absolutely a bit of jealousy. You know, he's got washboard abs. He's got all his muscles. He looks like Wolverine. He looks a bit like Wolverine. He's got those rugged good looks. Guy, I am. (laughs) (laughs) well you know from a female perspective he you know he he loves cooking he likes hiking and being outdoors he's family orientated yeah what the fuck did i think i was doing (laughs) he is is absolutely a tasty dish i do have to say uh you know to be honest from when when i first found out who he was because when you go through the bachelor process you often don't know who the bachelor is going to be so you're applying yourself for this show without knowing who you're going to be dating and i didn't know that at first and when it came out that mark buckner was the bachelor honestly i was a bit like oh you know i've not i didn't find him very attractive to be honest but after watching the show and the cooking and stuff like and his personality started to shine through i thought he was he he started becoming a bit more attractive to me yeah so lost he's not very photogenic (laughs) do you not in my opinion no maybe on on tv camera yeah but like on uh, just a photograph i don't find him the most attractive man okay so i i I do think i mean i was teasing you know about the jealousy (laughs) and stuff but i i don't know i i It's an unusual situation, isn't it? It's not normal to be in this situation. And and I can imagine it messes with your mind a bit. But yeah, Yeah. I I think he seems like a genuinely nice person. And, you know, he's, I I think what we don't see, you know, like myself, I, I prefer to, you know, have my leisure time, like a glass of wine occasionally. And, um, very occasionally uh <laughs> yeah not not uh, not too occasionally four bottles tonight <laughs> and and he kind of he comes across to me like maybe he doesn't have too much leisure time so he does all of this stuff and he's clearly very driven like I say he, he's 
he's got about six percent body fat or something. So I don't know how kind of uh, much fun he'd be. But no, he seems like a genuinely nice guy to me. Yeah, I think the thing because I'm supposed to have been dating this guy. I think it wouldn't have been a good relationship because, well, you can see like he does have a glass of champagne on the show or whatever but i think our drinking levels would differ completely (laughs) you know what jade i think you're right (laughs) (laughs) and i mean i know i've just gone down this vegan path and eating healthily and stuff and i'm a week into that now but before that you know i'm not the the strictest person on myself with what i ingest and put into my body oh really Uh, (laughs) So, <laughs> sorry, I'm <laughs> Food, um, food you were talking about. Right, right, sorry. Yep, got you. <coughs> oh, Dave, stop being filthy. It's only episode one. <laughs> it's going to get worse. <laughs> so, I, I just feel like maybe he he wouldn't really understand my, my love for a glass of wine in the evenings. But you never know. I, I just don't think that we'd get along as well as him and some of the other girls who are a lot more uh, healthy and fitness driven well i don't want to speak about a, a one girl in particular uh we'll speak about her a bit later but um you know you never know you could have corrupted him you could have made this that. highly driven person you could have turned him into a raving alcoholic <laughs> you know i'm just a toxic person then aren't i <laughs> no not toxic but just enjoys a glass Acidic. or six <laughs> more grape uh variety so should we get into the into the introductions yes so episode one of the bachelor is obviously where mark buckner or whoever the bachelor is at the time meets all the women that he's going to be dating uh, they all come out the limo and they introduce themselves to him. So that was episode one. Where, Which girl should we start with, Dave? Uh, maybe the first one that I've got written down in my notes, uh, which okay. is Pasha. So <laughs> yes, I, I guess the, the first thing I'll say is just a general overall impression. So when I, when I approach these new Love Island uh, seasons, I can't stand episode one. Because mm. I don't know anyone, I don't know what they're all about. There's so many different names, I don't get them, and so I have to take, you know, my notes on who's who, and I'm I'm not emotionally bought into anyone yet. But that's mm. like, you know, that's like twelve people. That's usually six girls and six guys mm. to start off with. This is like, all right, we've we know the Bachelor, and then you've got twenty two bloody women to try and understand <laughs> straight off the bat. So. <laughs> Yeah, that that was boggling my mind to be quite honest. Yeah, no no pressure there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Pasha, she seems to be an exotic dancer. Yeah, she's extremely sexualized. <laughs> Very much so. So, but what I mean as the episode went on, I mean what what did you make of Pasha? Uh, you know, I I didn't connect with her very well. I think she's an extremely confident woman. I love, I do love her hair. She's got this long mane down to her ass of curly, amazing, gorgeous, wild hair. Uh, She's a bit of a porn star, in my opinion. But, (laughs) 
she does in the um at the rose ceremony which happens at the end of the show she gets the white rose so they get he gets this, this platter with i think uh, 21 roses or something cuz there's 22 girls and he's got to send one home and she, there's obviously a couple of the, the red roses and then one white rose which stands out and she gets the white rose so you're going to have to explain this white rose thing to me. So so I get that, you know, when he picks someone that he's interested in, they get a red rose. I, I don't mm. quite get the white rose and what that means. So uh, it's quite a new thing, I think. But as far as I know, it's about if she gets the white rose, she is able to steal one of the other girl's dates. So when, as we go along, because we haven't watched episode two yet, but I, I still have to explain this all to you. As you go along with the show, Mark will choose every girl and he tailors dates to them. And he'll do one-on-one -on -one time with each girl. But now Pasha has this power to choose whichever date she wants and steal it from whoever is on that date. So she gets extra time with him. That's interesting. That that could get really, really political. And and again, I must say, you know, I, I do love the drama that you get in these reality TV shows. And I can imagine that is a good trigger for a bit of drama. Yeah, I mean, imagine, I'd, I mean, I'd be gutted if I had this beautiful date planned with this bachelor and it had been tailored for me specifically and this girl just came and snatched it straight from me, I would be fuming. And I guess, the, so the, the two significant roses seem to be, uh, they, they refer to it as the first impression, you know, so the yes. first person that gets that red rose and then we've got the white rose. So I guess... If this was a betting game, you know, I, I'm guessing that those are the two people he's most interested in. Is, mm. that, is that true? Or, or, or does it get uh, tactical from the Bachelor's side as well? We'll have to wait and see. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, the next one I have down on my list is Ricky. Oh, my God. She's stunning. Yeah. <laughs> like, let, let's be honest if if I was part of the show right if I had been on as a cast member or whatever I I would be so intimidated by her I mean uh, again making a betting analogy I think she's gonna go far in this series I think isn't yeah. she so she she is stunning um she's a drummer you know got a bit of a rock chick thing going on there um she just seems really cool and down to earth she's not really a girly girl is she and so no, i think he i think he'd appreciate that she's quite a tomboy which i wasn't expecting at all because she is so stunning and gorgeous but yet she's she's so genuine and real yeah I mean, if I, if I was to place a bet right now, you know, who's going to the final or who's going to end up? Well, actually, I don't even know what happens at the end. <laughs> I guess they go off and get married they? or something. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think she'll definitely go, go far. And uh, mm. she definitely did have a nice car. She did. She arrived not in the, the limo with everyone else. She rocked up in her own car. Um, thought that was you know very sexy very cool 
I think most most men in the world would probably like that. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what I liked about her is that at the cocktail party after the introductions, she seemed like she really wanted to relax him and calm him down about the whole process because obviously as The Bachelor, you're meeting all these women, he's probably shitting bricks. And she really just seemed to be like, very supportive of him yeah so it's an interesting point because I, I think that says to me that that she's quite high on empathy whereas mm. the it, it was a bit like lionesses feeding <laughs> you know, I, I did I mean I don't know how much sympathy I can actually have for a ruggedly good-looking bloke who's surrounded by 22 beautiful women I mean it's not it's first world problems isn't it it's not it's not I can't have too much sympathy, but mm. I didn't feel comfortable to be quite honest. You know, it, I, I know I wouldn't be comfortable in that because they all wanted their slice of time from him. And you could see he was kind of getting a bit, you know, I've basically got five minutes to try and learn everything about someone. And then you're off to the next person. And it there must was, be so overwhelming. Yeah, there's varying levels of awkwardness as well, you know, when mm. he's talking to someone and trying to have a conversation, but you can't ignore the fact that you've got someone stood right next to you waiting in line, you know, they've turned the next one with a ticket. So, yeah, it, it was it, it was a bit weird. So, yeah, it's a really good point that, you know, Ricky went out of a way to just say, you know, chill out, just enjoy it. I almost feel, at, so at the rose ceremony, they, everything suggested that she would bloody get the first impression rose. I mean, she got the first impression rose from me in my head. But <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd go for that. Um, but uh, I feel like he's almost trying to downplay his attraction towards her. And I don't know if maybe that's something like the producers stirred up that he, because it's a, a bit of a no-brainer. She's that stunning. She's cool. It's not just the looks. She's a bit of everything. I just wonder if the producers actually said, like, I oh, know you can't pick her first. You, you've got to give the others something and keep people guessing. It, it could be the producers or it could just mm. be him just trying to not put all these cards on the table. You know, and, mm. and pick the most, you know, the most obvious person straight away. You know, make her sweat a bit. Yeah. You know, keep her keen. See what how she reacted, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So psychology. Yeah, definitely. I I do think she's going to go far. Just she's got the whole package, and she, you know, the looks, the personality. I, I yeah, she's definitely going to be there, there or thereabouts at the end. Yeah. Now, one of the other interesting aspects to this particular show is obviously, Jade, you spent a lot of time in South Africa. I've never mm -hmm. been myself, so there's a there were a, there's a lot of dialogue in the show about, you know, well, this person's <laughs> from here and this person's from there. And and it just didn't do anything for me. It didn't resonate with me at all because I don't know these places. <laughs> but I mean, we've got uh, Kiniso. Is that how you it's, would say it? I, I'm going to. It's. A basically oh. murder everyone's name <laughs> that isn't like an english type name so this this the, the, to explain that is my way of just setting expectations with everyone <laughs> that's it's completely fine and most south african people probably wouldn't get it right anyway i doubt i'll get it right but i'll give it a shot i think her name is pronounced maniso 
Nice. Or something like that. It's got to have a, a click in it for, I think it's Causa or Causa. Uh, so, yeah, this girl that walked out next, my goodness, I, I thought she was stunning as well. She she had this gorgeous, stunning dress, uh, even though it knocked over a candle on the red carpet. <laughs> but... Um, he he gets her name wrong in the in the uh, rose ceremony. Actually, like he was like, "Damn it!" because he couldn't pronounce it right. Yeah. So yeah. her her name is a hard one. What did you what did you make of her? Same, absolutely stunning. What I found interesting though is as they got into the evening, and and she's speaking to the camera, the words that she's saying to the camera like about how outgoing she is and like she seemed to be suggesting you know she's a bit of a social butterfly but life actually, of the party yeah but actually when she was surrounded by all the girls we didn't see any of that and so she faded out yeah i i i'm interested in what is the real person because I, I don't know. If, I think she thinks she's maybe a bit different to what she is. I think she's a bit more mm. introverted than she thinks she is. But, yeah, I, I'm, again, not ruling her out. She is ab- absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. Um, I just think that in a group setting, she's kind of lost in the mix a bit. Yeah. I When she's by herself on the camera and she's just, chatting away she's super bubbly and positive and funny and she's got this like super sexy smoky voice as well yeah definitely definitely you know what i loved is that she she when she got out the limo she brought him a a plant a pot plant and he he loves plants so she'd obviously done a bit of research into what he likes but i mean i, I love plants too so girl after my own heart really yeah and and you know she went above and beyond didn't she with the dress choice as well <laughs> it's obviously very yeah. floral oh but i really like that dress to be fair oh, i thought it was stunning <laughs> <laughs> now we do get next up we get andaline yes the uh the jewelry designer yep so she Inga. was from namibia apparently yeah she gave up life in namibia to be on the show now, didn't you say that she's a bit famous as well? This one, I've I've heard. I don't know her. I mean, obviously. So I'm in England now, but I I grew up in South Africa. But apparently, I think she's been on radio or TV or some, something like that. Um, I can't. I don't really know. We should yeah. probably Google that. Possibly, if only there was this internet thing that we could research beforehand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're not very good at this, are we? But there's there's like 22 of them, so we can't really spend that much time on any of them. So again, I think we'll get, as the, the episodes go on, I'm assuming we get to fewer and fewer people and we learn more about them. So, you know, this episode, it's just about table setting, isn't it? You know, all the introductions and stuff. So... I think, um, I mean, just looking now, it looks like she was uh, Miss Namibia or something. So, oh, right. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah. That might what, be a what, bit what, of fame. What, what did we think of her, Dave? Um, Homely, I guess. I, I, I think she, honestly, my first impression of her is that she shouldn't be on a show like this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what it was exactly, but um, uh, 
you know, again, I'll be interested when the real personalities start to come out because, again, everyone's dressed up, you know, proper full-on dresses and everything. I I just get the impression that she is a bit more homely than that and, and she didn't really seem comfortable in the dress, in the setting. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing how her how her personality evolves as the show goes on yeah i mean when she got out the limo she'd brought him this gift which was because she's a jewelry designer obviously um it was a, a pin that symbolizes uh mark's dog luna uh, and mark's he's obsessed with his dog it's a massive part of his life so i thought bringing his dog into the mix was a very tactical move, uh, very clever, trying to win him over that way. And I think he, it was the first time his dog was mentioned by one of the girls. So he obviously was a bit impressed by that, I think. Yeah. Now, what would you have brought as a as a gift? Well, they were telling me I should do something with poetry because I'm a writer, but I, I get fuck that. I can't do poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Like I write about murder, <laughs> so um, I can't. I could know it just wouldn't work. Uh, I'd probably just bring him a bloody copy of my book and be like, "There you go, it's signed." <laughs> well, I'm glad you didn't turn up with a little short story about how a dog was murdered or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. How could you even say that? <laughs> it was just, it was just in my head. But um... <laughs> oh, sick and twisted head, mate. <laughs> Well, we know that. So <laughs> the next person we had was Tegan, and yeah. she gave him some trainers. And what did you make to her? You know, my first question, how the hell did she get his shoe size? Well, I, uh, actually, I, and I didn't pick up on it, but, you know, I'm I'm giving these girls a bit of credit for the, you know, the thoughtfulness that they put into the presence and choosing the presence. Mm. But as my brain just processes what you've said there, the fucking producers tell you <laughs> what to actually give. So, yeah, yeah uh, not impressed by that, I don't think. Mm. So, so how she gets his shoe size is the producers tell him, I guess. Ah, I guess so. So... I- but her entrance as well, Tegan's entrance, it was a bit Baywatch for me. They like slowed it down and she was running towards hey, him in this like wrong with prom dress. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, running towards him in this prom dress or whatever and these running shoes and gave him a present of running shoes. I, I don't know. Um, and then as the night went on at the uh, the cocktail party, the only snippet of conversation they seemed to have was her talking about fucking running. Like, can, do you have anything else to say? I, I, I'm guessing the answer is no. And, and I think, you know, I like people to be well-rounded and, you know, have lots of different aspects to their personality. It makes it interesting when you're learning about someone. But yeah. fuck me, she's all about the running, isn't she? And so I'm already <laughs> bored of her, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the next the next girl uh, is this bizarre woman called Amor. <laughs> now, how do I put this, Jade? And how <laughs> how diplomatic do I want to be? So, so I guess the first thing she she is not short of confidence, is she? <laughs> she yeah. Sorry, go on. 
Oh, yeah, no, I was just going to agree with you completely. That is the most confident woman I've ever met. Oh, well, watched. <laughs> now, isn't it? I, I'm sorry to go on about Love Island again, but she definitely looks like... So in, in the UK season six, there was a lady called Shanice, and she made it all the way to the final, and, and they just, just about missed out. They came second. And they've got... A, they look very similar. Shanice is obviously far more beautiful. Far be it from me to say, <laughs> but I'm not going to disagree with you. That's my British diplomatic way of, of getting out of that one. Um, <laughs> what I would say, I'm though, they absolutely share that unshakable confidence. Yes. Yeah, definitely. You know, she she also arrived in her own car, not quite as fancy as Ricky's, but um, it had a future Mrs. Buckner spray painted on the window and uh, even had the the cans trailing behind it and everything <laughs> which you know that I mean that confidence is pretty <laughs> yeah. well you know <laughs> I think she's got a very intense look hasn't she though you know with that confidence I'm not sure if that is coke induced <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's good speculation. Yeah, so so again, not saying it is, but she definitely, she's got those intense, wild eyes, you know, and uh, I don't know. A bit like Mark from Love is Blind. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so, yeah, she was just so airy and weird to me, and she brought up that only 2% of the human population have green eyes, um, and... During during the cocktail party, I thought the funniest bloody thing was when she asked Mark, what do you think my dream job would be? And she, Mark looks at her and he goes, uh, a travel agent. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> the, the insult there was so clear. I was like, oh, you've shoved your foot in that one. <laughs> No, to be fair, I I don't think The Bachelor put many... uh, He didn't put a foot wrong, but even if he was thinking about it, you know, I I think he could have come up with something better there. (laughs) But yeah, it didn't didn't signify that he was that interested. Yeah. And so, I mean, then it comes out that she's actually studied law, which is surprising because... She th- she seems thick as bricks to me, but um, <laughs> yeah. And then Andaline, the the girl we just spoke about, who was what Miss Namibia or whatever. Yep, yep. She she called her, and you didn't know this term, um, an a poppy, an Afrikaans poppy, which is basically just a. It's uh, in South Africa you get these Afrikaans women who are just all about the makeup and the handbags and being a housewife and just doting on their husband hand and foot and that's exactly <laughs> what she is in my opinion she just made me want to throw up in my mouth right so a very very girly girl say, say that again poppy 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 you can educate me on all these south african terms so that's cool you're gonna have to learn yeah yeah <laughs> now next up we had i think it was mauricia yes so I've got in my comprehensive notes here, pretty blonde. <laughs> <laughs> she is pretty, to be fair. Um, she walked it up to him from the limo and gave him a sign language introduction. 
Yeah. So, I mean, what what did you make to that? You know, I like, there's obviously a reason that she's done sign language. We don't know what that is yet. Um, there's a reason she's learned it. Maybe her brother or a family member is deaf or something. Um, and I think sign language is an awesome language to learn. But Mark doesn't understand sign language. So yeah. Why? Why before you even introduce yourself, did like start speaking sign language? It, it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I mean, she could actually do anything, couldn't she? <laughs> and say, yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking sign language, this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then she was like, she was like, oh yeah, because she, she one of the sign language movements was something about her dimples, and she was like, yeah, yeah that was for my dimples, and she just seemed a bit too sweet to me like a bloody lemon well it's funny you say a lemon because she had the big kind of yellow dress at the bottom and (laughs) i I think she was trying to pull off a bit of a bell from the beauty and the beast type thing so Uh, yeah we'll see we'll see about her i don't see that there's that much you know she didn't get that much screen time she's obviously pretty but yeah i'm not really i'm not really bought into her um i I, I don't think she'll connect yet I did think that Mark did find her attractive, though, and was intrigued. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could be um, as well. I mean, it's like, Christ, it's like a kid at Christmas, isn't it? It's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I get to speak to all these women. Brilliant. And they yeah. all want to have a bit of my time because they need to do it to stay on the show. <laughs> mm, here's this hot blonde in the mix. Yeah, score. Happy days. now next up we have danielle and she gave him some cookies i think it was daniella i i I did i I already put my cards on the table i'm gonna murder everyone's name so (laughs) i should have got that one right really so daniella as opposed to danielle okay so what did you make to her uh you know mark said hmm Tasty cookie. Oh, I thought that was a bit presumptuous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. <laughs> so in, also in South Africa, Afrikaans, um, a cookie could also be called a woman's vagina. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I was just like pissing myself laughing last night, like, hmm, tasty cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that puts a different spin on how I <laughs> sort of saw that. So, <laughs> oh my God. Um, so, so basically, I kind of think that Daniela just wants to be his bitch. She <laughs> is all up for bringing him tea, giving him massages. She's like basically trying to be this perfect little doting wife and is trying to tell him everything that he wants to hear. I think you're right. And and I mentioned about, you know, the whole Belle Disney thing. Now, I, I think there's something about her look, like that big blue dress that she had. She had the bow on in the back of her hair. Mm. She just, I think she sees this kind of thing as, as being this Disneyfied romance. And, and yeah. it was very, very awkward. I can't remember who he was talking to, but she was just like stood there. Like about two foot away, just watching them have this conversation. And it was so cringeworthy. It was so awkward. Yeah. So this is one of the cocktail, the first cocktail party. Yeah. And there's another girl, Tamron, who we haven't spoken about yet. But 
Mark is busy having this chat with her on the sofa and she's just bloody standing there with her hands and her pockets of her dress and it, it, it's painful <laughs> it's honestly painful to watch it it, it really is I mean I, I quite often speak about the office and the fact that that is butter clenchingly embarrassing and and to be honest that was that was the one moment out of tonight's episode which which I thought was was too much I was like look just just have some respect for yourself just yeah <laughs> come back yeah, a bit he'll... later or or if you're gonna go in there and go you know muscle into the conversation do that don't stand there like you're waiting for teacher to give you the nod and and have a word so yeah that that yeah. was pretty bad she just doesn't seem to have that that oomph or confidence she's waiting and waiting and waiting whereas you know she could just step forward or join the conversation in some kind of a way yeah so yeah she she at the rose ceremony she she seemed genuinely shocked to be staying yeah absolutely and i was a little bit shocked as well but, you know <laughs> I, I, I can't really see her i i don't see anything about this one i i don't think she'll last very long to be honest mm, yeah yeah it's just not a very strong character in my opinion no no i'd agree now a little bit of a stronger character so we got jessica um she's a pastry chef bakery owner so you know she she seemed to have a bit more about her and you know i think she got a bit of interest so what did you make to jessica well from her little intro clip um of introducing her to the show i thought that she belonged more on master chef because she was blowing <laughs> cocoa powder into the camera and it yeah just looked like she was supposed to be on that show more than the bachelor to be fair um and when she was walking towards mark from the limo he reached his hand out and tried to give her a handshake instead of a kiss <laughs> i was like what <laughs> she does look like a bit of a man to be fair <laughs> I again I I'm not gonna say it. I I mean she 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 is a handsome woman. <laughs> and that's all I'll say. So um yeah, I, I don't know. I, I not too sure about her. But but like I say, compared to you know, some of the others, I, I think she might go a bit further um than the others. She she does have a bit of confidence about her. She does seem like a, a genuinely nice girl. And she does seem to have some confidence in her as well. Yeah. And I think also maybe we we've only just seen them. She they're all in these fancy dresses. And honestly, in South Africa, from my experience, there's not often you find a place where you can dress up the way that these girls are dressing up in that night. And I find they look so much more beautiful in just normal comfy clothes than in those ridiculous dresses yeah and and i think you're right and i think jessica will be one of those I, I, again yeah. i'm interested to see her personality you know come out a bit more in the in the coming episodes yeah now i'll tell you what jade someone who isn't short of confidence fuck me is tamarin <laughs> I, I where can we start with this one fuck uh, <laughs> i mean she describes herself as a female version of him. She looks like Lara Croft, kind of. Uh, she's this military soldier. She's got the strongest personality I think I've ever 
been I've ever seen in my life. Um, but I don't think that sex appeal, in my opinion. Um, I, I mean, the only thing that is Lara Croft about her is the fact she had a dress on and the big and boots. boots. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't think she looks particularly like Lara Croft, but she she clearly like models herself on her. I think. Yeah, I, I, you know, I do like confidence, but I think she was a bit too much. And I imagine mm. to survive in this environment, it's not just going to be about The Bachelor. You've got to kind of get on with other people. And I think she was just rubbing up some people the, the wrong way. And I, I, I can see, again, for us, it's great TV to watch. But I, I just, I don't know, I, I see her as being a fairly unpleasant person to be around, to be honest. You know, she's a bit... When you're in that introduction phase, you know, in this cocktail party, mm. you know, you at least make an effort to be nice to people, whereas she was kind of right out there and upsetting people. I, I, I don't know. I think it's going to make great TV, but, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure how far she'll go. She's, uh, to me, seemed like a very arrogant person, and there's this, an, another girl we haven't introduced yet called Nolo, um, and they are having this chat at, at the cocktail party. And I'm pretty sure Tamron says something about Nolo not getting invited to her wedding with Mark. Yeah. And it was just, you know, oh, I think she thinks she's the bee's knees. Um, I think... The, the positives about her there are there are two positives in my opinion the rest of it is all shit but um two positives would be that i like the way that she would definitely challenge mark that he he would always be on his toes which i think a man likes but she, she also like the way she stares him in the eye if they're having a conversation you know a lot of girls are quite flirty or playful and look away or whatever mm -hmm. she'll just stare him right down she's very confident in that way but i just there's just something about her i just don't understand why all the other girls seem to be enamored by her they're all like oh god like i wish i could be her right now i think that was bloody daniella the disney princess <laughs> who said that but i think yeah i, I don't know i i think when you have someone who's supreme blah, supremely confident wouldn't everyone like to be like that you know so so i can see why other people will think oh god I'm, I'm questioning myself all the time and you know i was uh, you know trying to get my makeup right whereas she just doesn't give a shit she's just right out there mm -hmm. so you know everyone would like to be like that Whereas I just think, oh, most of the time, they're a bit of a bell end. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I don't know. I, 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 it'll be interesting. I mean, you say about the intense staring in the eyes, it sounds a bit more like a fucking serial killer to me. But, you know, <laughs> let's, let's see if he goes for that sort of thing or not. Now, next up, we have Stephanie. And she started speaking a bit of Greek. Again, I'm assuming uh, our bachelor here doesn't actually speak Greek, so she could have been saying anything. But what, what yeah. did you make of Stephanie? Oh, uh, you know, she didn't stand out to me that much. Uh, again, like the sign language, you know, Mark doesn't speak Greek. He did 
whack the nail on the head and say, is that Greek? And she said, yes. Um, but <laughs> yeah, this, the, I, there was not much else that I really picked up from their nope, little I, I relationship. Pretty uninteresting, to be honest. So I mm. think we should get on to Gillian with a G. Yes. Okay. Sure. Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just... What did you think of her dress, Dave? Um, I, I don't know. I think with that dress on, she'd have been like more at home in a Disney show or something, swimming about with um, the Little Mermaid <laughs> or something. It it, it was... I. I no, I don't think it did a lot for her. I thought it was a bit weird, to be honest. <laughs> he's like, he goes, oh, she gets out of the limo and she comes up to him and he's like, wow, what's that dress made out of? And she goes, I don't know, something green. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, well, well done, love. And then she, for her present to him or whatever she has to give to him. She sings in this song, but she's clearly completely tone deaf. Yeah. <laughs> I think Gillian, I, I don't think she's going to go particularly far, but honestly, <laughs> I think she's going to be great entertainment. Oh, God. It's like when, when she got a rose at the end of the evening and she got to stay, she, 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 she goes like, <sighs> <laughs> and it kind of reminded me of you know scary movie where yeah. they're all on the phones and like they're going What's up? down yeah. the phone and it, that just sounded exactly the same i was like oh she belongs in scary movie yeah yeah no i am looking forward to seeing her on screen though to be honest <laughs> she's, she's gonna be good value i think and, and so yeah. long may it continue that she's in because i i thought she might not get through at the end there but yeah she definitely did now the next one I want to talk about is uh, who who knows how to say this. So pay, PayPal or PayPal is my phone keep kept trying to change the name to. So I think her nickname is Pi. Pi. Okay, Let, I can I can pronounce that. Let's go with Pi then. Yum. So what what did you make of Pi? She's very serious. I I also like very serious, but I found her very genuine as mm -hmm. well. She clearly loves her dogs, which obviously she'll connect with Mark with straight away with him and his lunar dog. Uh, she shows him a framed photograph of her dogs and he was like, oh, do I get to keep it? And she's like, no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, everyone else. She is didn't me think a through this present thing very well, did she? <laughs> <laughs> but also, again, a very tactical move on her part to bring dogs into it because Mark is obviously a sucker for dogs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, I mean, she is a little bit older than the other contestants, isn't she? So she's 30. She's a business development manager. So you're saying about her being serious. I guess that just comes with where she is in life. So, And it, it just depends where Mark currently is in his, where, whether he's mm. going to go for that sort of thing or not. Also, but you did say 30, but I mean, Ricky is 34. Yeah, yeah, true. But she's cool as fuck. <laughs> age isn't a problem there <laughs> no i guess yeah you're probably right probably putting two variables like, like a job and a and a raise together and, and coming out with why she might appear serious so yeah uh, yeah probably not got the right thing there 
Actually, talking about women's ages is probably a dodgy ground for me. I'm going to get all sorts of hate mail. So let's scooch on past this one, shall we? (laughs) I should probably mention at this stage that these episodes will potentially be shorter as time goes on because girls are eliminated. But right now, this first episode, we're obviously trying to give you an impression of 22 different women. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it will be shorter eventually when the girls dwindle down yeah and we uh yeah we're we're about halfway i think aren't we so i, I did think this was <laughs> going to be a bit of a marathon <laughs> <laughs> so you might have to listen to this in a couple of sittings but the next girl we've got to speak about is bridget yeah so she is not exactly someone who i saw on this show to be honest I, I thought she comes across to me who's, you know, someone who might do a bit of stand-up. You know, she might be a bit of a comedian. She's got a big bubbly personality, um, but and she got through to the next round. So, you know, there's obviously something there. But, um, yeah, what, what did you make to Bridget? I thought she was quite a laugh, a complete goofball. Uh, she's got such a playful side, so she brings him this globe and she spins it and he's got to try and see where they'd wind up on their honeymoon. And I kind of thought that was that was quite fun. Yeah, that was a good little <laughs> tactic there. And, uh, you know, didn't cost her too much. <laughs> <laughs> do I mean, do I think anything will ever become of them? No, I, I don't think they're each other's types whatsoever for a billion different reasons. Um, also with her, I was waiting for someone to come along that I felt would start being a bit of a shit stirrer and I felt like that was her mm-hmm. she, she you know she was talking to Aniso and she just started stirring a bit of shit talking about the other girls and stuff and I was like oh here we go this is where the <laughs> drama comes in yeah, yeah. absolutely I, I completely agree I, I think but again, a bit like you know, I was saying about Gillian. I think she's there for the entertainment. You know, I mm. don't think she's necessarily. She's not going to be in the last few girls at all. But uh, yeah, we, we want some characters on this, don't we? And I, I think she's certainly going to be a character. Yeah. Well, next we've got Nolo. Yep. So I like how you say that. I'm going to try. So Nolo. Did I, did I say that right? I think so. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably bossing it up myself, Dave. So I would just say it no low. So, I mean, she seemed quite chilled out, actually. I quite liked her. She's a talk radio host. And, you know, <laughs> she kind of just seemed, I don't know, normal. <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to be the harsh one here, aren't I? Um, <laughs> I you know... Mark asks her, what do you do? And she goes, I talk. That's what I do. <laughs> that was a response to being a radio host. I was like, well, okay, right. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I had notes about things, but I, I think I should probably just keep quiet because I'm probably just going to get hate mail. Um, uh, yeah, she's a, she's a radio host. Cool. Next. Please <laughs> see it. <laughs> Now, Zia, to be honest, has come straight off the catwalk, hasn't she? She just looks, she's got the body of that kind of supermodel. Um, Now, she obviously didn't make it through, so she 
again, going with the supermodel stereotype, obviously didn't have much of a personality. But I mean, before yeah. she got jettisoned out the uh, out of the show, what did you make to her? I, you know, I, I thought she was very genuine as well. I did like that she used in her gift um, after leaving the limo. She brought a bit of her culture with her. She gave him um, these spices. And I, th- I, I don't know, I thought it was quite a, a sweet little gift, to be honest. And he loves his cooking as well, so. Yeah, and, and she's obviously got some brains, you know. She's, um, uh, she's an industrial psychologist. And, mm. you know, like I say, she, she had the looks and everything. So I, I was a little bit surprised to see her booted off, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, well. Another one bites dust. It does. <laughs> <laughs> then now, there's Jessica. Yes, Jessica R. So mm. she now she seems quite interesting because she's a fashion designer, isn't she? And and so again, I I thought she was quite a genuine sort of person. You know, maybe mm. a bit more kind of baby faced than some of the other contestants on there tonight. So I mean, what what did you make of her? Like you, very genuine. I thought she was very very real. One thing that had me thinking a bit was she said something like she hasn't been in love for 10 years, but with her age, that math doesn't really add up unless she was in love when she was about seven. Um, I mean, just Googling, she looks like she's 28, but I'm sure on the show she was like 22. Yeah. Well, maybe they got that wrong or maybe we were just really drunk. I can't Let's... remember. I, I think neither are mutually exclusive. <laughs> but it's a bit from the left, bit from the right. So I'm pretty sure it showed up on the show that she was 22, but the website I'm looking mm. at now it says she's 28. So let's just pray that the website is right and she's not talking about being in love when she was 12 because that creates a whole Operation U Tree Jimmy Savile thing that I don't want to <laughs> explore. So, yeah. But I, I quite like her again. I, I think because she's genuine, I, I think I'd quite like to see her go far in this. And uh, yeah, so I'm quite interested to see see where that goes. Yeah, and she, she brought him a pair of trunks, swimming guys' swimming pants, uh, and she had a matching bikini. And I felt like he turned into a bit of a horn dog there. He was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he's looking forward to seeing her in a bikini. Nice a bit like the Tasty cookie. <laughs> He's got some great one-liners, let's be fair. Now, in terms of great one-liners, though. Yes. Michaela, with her pickup <laughs> limes, I thought that was that, that was the highlight for me. Yeah, she walks down the red carpet to meet him and drops this basket of limes. And then she says something about, oh, pickup limes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I think she's going to bring a, a few giggles in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But um, you know, in terms of she's she's been working on that for a while, hasn't she? And then the the, the joke's yeah. over in a second. But it was a good joke. It was well worth the uh, the investment of time. Now I think it was a bit refreshing for for Mark. Yeah, 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 yeah. So rather than these deeply well thought out presents and stuff that have a deeper meaning this is just a one-liner just there you go nice bit of uh nice pun there yeah 
Now, this next person, Jade, I am very, very interested in what you make mm-hmm. about this person. So, Peruska <laughs> writes romance fiction. Yeah. Now, being under a writer, a yeah, under a pseudonym. So, but being the writer yourself, I'm pretty sure this is the Jade substitute. So, what did you make of Peruska? You know, I just mentioned about the pseudonym thing. I actually find it quite nice that she's she's not giving her pseudonym name away and the title of her books, which kind of shows me that she's really there for the right reasons. She's not trying to advertise her her books at all, which I thought was quite so, nice. So you think that all these journalists and stuff will, will never find out and... Uh... <laughs> no, but you know, I I just I find that you know she's not just going out there and blurting it all out like she, she's not self advertising. Yeah, I mean, I I'm probably going to be a little bit more cynical and and say that she she could well still be there for the fame to be honest. Yeah. But she's being quite clever about not saying it all in episode one. Yeah. The, the other thing about her, which definitely is not my personality she at the cocktail party grabbed him first before anyone else as he arrived in there and got his drink um she was like yep come with me we're having a chat and (laughs) in my experience with watching this show the first girl that goes to grab him everyone hates yeah I, I can imagine that. But, I mean, I'm guessing, like, like, unlike myself, who's watching this for the first time, so I don't know what the rules are. I haven't, there's no precedent set for me. I imagine all these girls have watched the show plenty of times. So mm. even though you know that you're going to piss everyone off, you're going to you know alienate yourself a little bit, she still did it. So I kind of like that. I like that it's balls out. I'm going to go for this. Yeah. And she is, I think she's also 34 or something. So, and she, uh, I think she mentioned, did she, was it her? Uh, Well, it's on the website that I'm looking at right now. So yeah, it does say 34 as well. So yeah. Yeah. I think she knows what she wants and she's going to, she's going to go get it. Yeah. As best we can. Absolutely. And then we've got Greta. Yeah, so she's a nail artist, isn't she? And she gave a chicken, apparently, according to my notes. Deep, deep. <laughs> you know, she gave Mark Buckner, who is a health and fitness freak, deep fried chicken as a present. Yeah. What the fuck was she thinking? Well, I think, you know, fast forward into the end, she got the final rose, I think, if I remember, in my drunken haziness. Um, she was actually born in Lithuania, and I, I don't know. I, I think she was hanging on by the skin of her teeth there. I, I think the present was a massive misfire, and um, yeah, honestly, I don't see that Greta's going to go go that far in this show. Also, she has a unicorn ring on her ring finger, and Mark actually called her out on it and was like, well, it looks like you're already married. And she's like, oh, no, I'm just keeping that finger warm. I was like, ugh. That was weird, wasn't it? You know, you've got ten, well, all right, you've got eight fingers, and she puts it on a ring finger. Yeah. And, no. and you're on the fucking bachelor. <laughs> bad, bad juju. Yeah, that, that, is, that is definitely a bit weird. We've got uh, Melissa next. Yeah, and I must admit, he did seem quite taken with Melissa. 
he really did. I was quite surprised because going out on a limb, I would say that they she wasn't his type. But what I did like about her was that she was really artsy and creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And very, I don't know, just a very elegant woman, in my opinion. Yeah, no, she definitely did. And, and you know, she articulated herself well. And, you know, again, very different to a lot of the other girls in there. So, yeah, Mark definitely, certainly not ruling her out at all. I think um, he did seem quite taken with her. Yeah. Then uh, we've probably got one of your favourites, Silka. Now let's explore why you think she's one of my favourites. Vegan activist. Uh, yeah, and she's fit. <laughs> <laughs> well, fit in two types of ways. She's very manly. She's a she's a boxer. Uh, yeah, so probably less that she's manly. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, so uh, we, we, we've spoken about this off the podcast, haven't we? So, you know, we're, I've been doing a plant-based diet for um, for over a year now and, you know, quite enjoy it, but I don't quite go the full hog of being a vegan mm-hmm. activist. I, I don't, you know, it is just my own personal choice. And honestly, I, I think it turns me off a little bit about sort of anyone whether it's religion political beliefs anything if someone tries to ram their own beliefs down your throat it it sort of although on one hand I admire the passion but it's like okay but you know this is my personal choice as well so just because that's your opinion don't try and enforce it on me so yeah but she got the the first impression didn't she so she did obviously Mark you know he, he he does seem quite taken, but then I'm also thinking, you know, is it is it a tactical thing as well? You know, if you rank them from 1 to 22, do you give the first impression to someone who's maybe like 4 or 5 on your list, you know, so you don't put your yeah. cards out there? I, I don't know. Well, the thing with Silka in the first impression, Rose, okay, so I know Andaline gave him the Julia designer. She gave him this little pin that symbolized the dog Luna. Mm-hmm. But Silka, uh, I, and I don't know why this is such a different theme because just as much work would have gone into the, the Julia design. But Silka sketched Mark a, a beautiful drawing of his dog. And I think that really won him over. Yeah. And, and what a clever tactic as well to say, here's your present but I'm going to give it to but, you later. Yeah, you've got to come find me, bitch. Yeah. I, I <laughs> thought I was intrigued. That, that, was a, that was a masterful move, that. So fair play, you know, she mm. did well there. I think she's a very strong character, you know, not, not only all that. She arrived in her own car as well. Um, I can't remember, something, a hybrid or something. Um, yeah, Very yeah, environmentalist. Yeah. Um, and you could tell right off the bat she's a strong animal lover, uh, yeah, just a very, very strong personality. And when she got the first impression rose, the one girl I wasn't really expecting such a reaction out of was Pasha. She was gutted <laughs> that Silka got the first impression rose. Which again, I guess I said before, surely all these girls have watched The Bachelor before. And Pasha made obviously the first, um, oh no, no, it was Peruska. It was a different P. Ignore all of that. <laughs> <laughs> just ignore me 
I, you know, on my third There's too glass. many girls here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. As the girls dwindle down, things are going to become a lot more um, easy to follow. I, and yeah, I, I think I might have said it before, but I'm not a massive fan of episode ones in these reality TV shows. There's too many people, too many characters. And when it gets more interesting for me is when you start to learn about people and you start to mm. sort of speculate on, okay, so they're this kind of person and this personality type, this is how, you know, they are going to react. And and that's when it gets more interesting. Whereas this is, this is table setting, isn't it? You know, this is just getting everyone in there, getting an introduction. And I can't wait till we get into episode two. <laughs> Me too. So uh, we're right at the end of the episode now. I felt like when Amor left, those girls looked like their dog had just died. They were heartbroken and they'd met a few hours before. How did they have that kind of a emotional reaction to the girls leaving? I don't know. I've seen this on Love Island multiple times as well. It's like, you know, someone gets voted off the show and they're like, they're like they've lost a close family member and it's like look you're all just on fucking holiday you know if yeah. you really got that deeper Calm connection down. they go and fucking see each other after the show it's it's not that big a deal but so so the, again the cynical part to me just thinks it's a little bit for show i i can't you cannot form that stronger connection at a cocktail party so exactly. yeah i'm not i'm not buying that to be honest especially when they're all vying for one man's affection, you'd, I'd be fucking stoked. There's another girl gone. Yeah, and that is that is the weird thing. And I, again, genuinely really interested to see how this goes because I've never seen a show before. I know of The Bachelor and lots of the Love Island cast uh, fans sort of write in and say, you know, that one of their shows they're watching is The Bachelor. But it does... It's not completely comfortable with me that, you know, it's it's basically a horde of women <laughs> all vying for the attention of one bloke. And, Tackle you know, cows. he's he's like fishing in a barrel, isn't he? You know, he's he, he can't he cannot lose. He cannot get voted off. He can't <laughs> do anything wrong. So all the, the the greatest loss is he chooses the wrong person, in which case after the show's finished, he just goes to the person he booted off and says actually you know what i think i made a mistake so yeah yeah it's still gonna take a little bit of time for me to wrap my head around but i can't wait out of all of mark's great one-liners you know the tasty cookie the can't wait to see her in a bikini the last one that just did it for me was when he looks into the camera and he goes I'm attracted to everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Keep your dick in your pants. (laughs) Yeah. The the one tiny ounce of uh, sympathy that I might have had for him before is is probably gone now. So, yeah, absolutely. Just solidifies my point that it's just (laughs) he's fucking won the lottery, hasn't he? Just being on this show and being The Bachelor. Exactly. (laughs) Well, I guess that brings us to the end of episode one of Bachelor Banter. Now, Jade, if someone wants to get in contact with us, how would they get in contact with us? We are on Twitter under Bachelor Banter Podcast. 
the same name for Instagram. And if you want to email us, you know, just to say hello or share your opinions or tell me how harsh I am, then you can also email bachelorbanterpodcast at gmail.com. But yeah, please don't hate me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't hate her. She's lovely. And you can get us on all major podcast catching sites. So iTunes, Stitcher, all of them. If you're listening to us, you probably found us already. Yes. Uh, to be fair, just, you know, to cover my own ass, I just have no filter. I have no bad bone in my body. I just say things without thinking about them. So if I hurt anyone's feelings, I'm very, very sorry. And if I've hurt anyone's feelings, I'm not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're the nice one here. This is like good cop, bad cop. <laughs> now, Kate, right. where else can people get hold of you? Uh, I've got my own personal Instagram, boho underscore bookworm. I also have another podcast called uh, Books and Booze, so Books Booze Pod. So that's a a podcast all about books and drinking wine. Uh, What about you, Dave? Well, you can get me at the Love Island cast on any podcast catching apps. Uh, We are on... This is a test. So Chris, my co-host on that, normally does all of this. I think we're the Love Island cast on Twitter. Certainly, He's the, the male version of me. Yeah. The um, if you, and if you wanted to email that show, you could get to uh, the Love Island cast at gmail.com. But um, yeah, and if you're into Love Island, come across, give us a listen, send us an email. We're always interested to hear what other people's perspectives are on that. There's myself and my co-host Chris, so a couple of guys talking about Love Island. A bit bizarre, I know, but uh, yeah, we just have a lot of fun and, and laugh about it, basically. I love it. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you next time for episode two. I am trying not to say my standard bye now, but I can't think of anything else, so bye now. Bye.